There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything, let's get healthy. Jason is still on the mend. Alexis is in Puerto Rico. I am joined with uh, Sonny running the controls over there, and we have Stephanie Hansen in the studio with We're us. We're twerking to we Bruno are. Mars. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay, just to remind you, LoJ, uh, they're going to L.A. and will broadcast live tomorrow ahead of the SAG Awards and you can tune in for coverage of their adventure covering the Screen Actors Guild Awards on Monday, January 27th. Follow along with Lori and Julia all week long at mytalk1071.com. Fun. They are just hysterical on the red carpet, aren't they? Yes, they are. Uh, We'll be filling in. Both Steph March and I will be filling in on Friday for them as they get prepped for the big show. Oh, man. I'm sure they'll call in. We always have them call in while they're getting all settled in Los Angeles. I remember last year, um, Lori just came into the prep room and she just dumped this big suitcase out. And she's like, okay, these are the clothes I'm wearing. I'm like, oh, hi. (laughs) Hey, did you want to show me your clothes? She's like, I got this outfit. Like, she just wanted to have girl time oh, yeah. and show me every outfit that she had planned out for every, not just every day, but like on, on Wednesday morning, I'm wearing this and like, this she's very a, planned. This is a few week long process Dawn. Yeah. That requires a spare bedroom. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, you know how you lay everything out on your bed, a yeah. lot of bedtime, a lot of area, <laughs> square footage. Yes. Yes. Yeah, she has the whole thing planned out. It's so cute. Yeah. So uh, tune into them tomorrow and then also just check out their Instagram because they're going to have so many great pictures. Okay. I really enjoyed this article that you sent me. It's from the Atlantic and it's about millennials and how they're burnt out. And a lot of shows are showing this. Okay, so the reason that this sort of sparked my interest is, have you been following um, Marie Kondo? Yes, I did the the first step. Okay, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo is the, is the docuseries that's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's based on a book. It's based on a sort of feng shui way of handling your belongings. And tidying up your space. Love it. And you, I, if I get this right, you basically decide, is this, you pick up a garment mm-hmm. and you decide if it brings you joy or not. If it doesn't bring you joy, you thank it for its service mm-hmm. and you send it on its way. Yes. So what's happening is we're having a lot of people cleaning out their houses. Like Arks Value Village is just a wash in <laughs> donations as is the Goodwill People are really cleaning out. Yes. And this is creating pressure for other people to clean out. And it's creating particular pressure from the millennials who apparently are watching this show in droves. Yeah. And it's because, and this is what's so interesting. 
as a millennial, apparently your identity and your achievement is all sort of tied to visual appearance. Visual, how you present yourself to the world. Yes, because Instagram and Facebook Mm -hmm. and Snapchat, it's been all about this story that you create, right? And what your story is and how you present this. And so they're really hooked into this idea of uh, Marie Kondo's cleaning up and uh, giving a curated appearance mm-hmm. of your life to display. But it's causing all kinds of grief for them. Yes. Because it's making, if you look at like sometimes when you're in the Instagram hole, I don't know if you ever do this, but oh, are you kidding? I me? get in the Instagram oh. hole uh. and all I want to do is eat everybody's food. (laughs) Other people get in the Instagram hole and they like have aspirational life feelings. Sure. If you're feeling like you're always like, Oh, I need to clean this. I need to clean out that. I mean, my closet right now, if you saw it is just gigantically embarrassing and I've moved in the last three years. So I've pared down a lot. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's really interesting to me that as a culture, and I like this part, that we're becoming less attached to stuff. Yeah. But the reason we're becoming less attached to stuff is because we're trying to create these curated, perfect visuals of our lives. That so it's not are really looking stuff. inward. It's yeah. all about how do I appear to other people like I am got my ass together. I'm yeah, I'm I'm complete and I'm whole. Yeah. And I'm organized. Like <laughs> yeah. if I fold my shirt, if I know I, Colin Matheson like pulled out all of the the shirts and refolded them. Yeah. If I do it exactly this way, then does that like make my life feel organized? Like do you make the bed every day? No. Okay, I make my bed every day. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. Cuz I'm going to get in it. But there's something about the making of my bed that feels like my day is off to an organized orderly start and therefore I'm more in control. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. I <laughs> really? wish that I could do that and I have had uh, parts of my life where I have done that and it feels good. But I don't know what it is. But in the morning, I I didn't make it this morning, to be fair. So I think the early morning arrival (laughs) impacts your bed. (laughs) It does. I'm always looking at um, I have a cat who isn't always going to the bathroom where she needs to. So Mm. my priority is what am I going to step in when I open the door? I I hate to say that, but it's like, oh, I didn't know. Yes, she's old. She has a lot of problems. Are you just waiting? Yeah. I'm kind of in the final waiting for my dog. And yeah, it's it's stressful. I don't want to get into so that much too anxiety. much. Because honestly, I love you guys, but please don't tweet me about what I need to do about cat poop because I want a someday date and I don't want that to be on my Twitter. You know Listen, I mean? I'm going to tell you, like, I'm okay, but that's so millennial of you to get back to like how appearances and how I appear. I don't want to appear like the single cat lady. So it's please true. don't make me look like that. It's true. And you know what's crazy is I read this article as well. We're going to put a link on our show page, but it was really, I identified with this a lot. Uh, I identified with, and I think it might be just also, you know, I, I try to keep up my Instagram because this is a part of my business is to be a public figure. And uh-huh. I want to show people a part of me to connect to me. And so I do feel the pressure to have this outward appearance, not always rosy. I always like to show people I'm a human being just like you, yep. you know. Um, and so it's weird because I read this and I thought that's kind of me. You know, I would like I do worry about when people come over to my apartment and I have collected all of this 1950s Tiki Exotica throughout my life <laughs> that I have like Don Ho TV ah! show glassware. <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, you know, 
what I mean by that, Stephanie. Like, like I totally know what you mean. And I want to come over. Okay, it's pretty ridiculous. I have an it's entire so Polynesian. Wall. It's Polynesian, but it's like fake. Like we're having a tiki party in the sixties. I got really into that for a while. That lounge look. Love, but. I used to live in a house where this was an entire room. Now, since I live in a smaller place, which is kind of embarrassing, I have one wall that's tiki. Then I have another wall that was another room. So it just feels so cluttered. Yep. And I have anxiety when people come over and they're like, what is this girl? Like, there's cat poop on the floor. There's, you know, I mean, I clean that up, but still there's the fear. It's just Don't the outward you appearances. You sound like a real prize. I know. Do you still get joy from the tiki things? Um. I'm trying to wrestle with that. I have a huge tiki bar that's like carved. It has seats and that's where my TV is. It's, it's like my uh-huh. TV stand. Um, it has storage behind it. Really beautiful. But I feel like I really need to let that go. One of the things that I do like about this strategy, what she's teaching people. Yeah. My mom was, uh, you know, there's like five levels of hoarder. Mm-hmm. My mom was a level one or two. Okay. And when she died and we had to like go into her house and clean it out and deal with all the stuff, it became so overwhelming to me that I literally kept very little because I just couldn't deal with how much stuff there was. Yes. And I kind of regret some things that I didn't keep because I was just so overwhelmed. Sure. But at the end of the day, like what are you, what is the meaning you're attaching to stuff? Yeah. And if you got joy from that tiki bar in the time frame that you got that joy, that isn't, you don't always have that lifelong same feeling. I don't. You change, you evolve, things are different, your circumstances change. Yeah. So what I like about her theory is that you can give that joy away to someone else. Yeah. That someone else right now listening or in the world wants that tiki bar more than you do. Yeah. That they are in that place where you were, that they're ascribing those same feelings to that Mm -hmm. or want to. And you can be now in a different place and pick up something that means something to someone that they're, it's like we're in a cycle yeah. and a circle of life and things just move and move through yeah, and get I need on to, get to the next to, place. Yeah, I need to move that through. I think I have this attachment to it because it took me so long to amass this collection and I did spend some money on it. I'll of be course, honest. Of course. Uh, and, but honestly, it makes me feel like I'm not an adult. Like I'm living in a fantasy uh-huh. of like this fake party girl. That's that why I think Jason loves anymore. Disney. Yeah. Like I think he loves hearkening back to the childhood that he yeah. thought he wanted to have. Yes. We're getting deep here. Yeah. And Absolutely. that's cool. And yeah. so understandable. For sure. But maybe you've resolved really, some of that. I think I have resolved it. And I'm like, I am an adult now. You know, I never got married. So I kind of like stuck in this weird Thing where I don't feel like I've caught up to other people that are my age. That's so interesting. Uh, well. So interesting, but I can totally see it. Yeah. Because part of having like marriage and having to care for someone else and having a child, like yeah. there's things that happen to you that you didn't want, but they just happen because they have to, because you have to be a grown up. For sure. Like you didn't always want to be a grown up, but sometimes you just had to. And I kind of clinged on to, I just held on to. I, I, I had to become an adult so quickly because I got pregnant when yeah. I was 17. That so makes total sense. there's this whole part of me that's like, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow, you know, so. Because you felt like you missed out. Yeah. And you're trying to make sure that you don't miss out again. Yes. Totally. Oh, man, I this have is just like, I need to problems. pay you for counseling. This is great. You know, my mom, the level two hoarder, was also a therapist. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, love it. All therapists are the weirdest people. Oh, love it.
Okay, uh, coming up next, I put this out on Twitter yesterday, read this thing that wet hair does not make you sick. That is a myth. Okay, you're not going to get a cold if you have wet hair and go outside. Okay. It's a scientific fact. And I asked Twitter, what are some of those myths that you grew up with? Like, if you swallow gum, it's never going to pass through you. So we're going to go through some of our oh, listeners' yes. uh, answers for that. That's coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Good morning. I'm Don McLean, producer for Jason and Alexis. I have Stephanie Hansen here with me and Sonny. And we are talking about all kinds of fun things today. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Jason is still recovering. Uh, he had to go to the ER Sunday night because of a coughing fit that he had that just literally threw him to the ground you can check in on his health at jason matheson on instagram oh somebody asked what your uh instagram was stephanie stephanie's dish stephanie's i'm that on twitter on instagram i have a facebook page with that great and i have a website stephanie's dish.com so if i ever talk about recipes you can always find them there oh that's awesome and then we have cutie booty ceo yes ma'am on twitter and instagram is an amazing company and a handle i'm just gonna say thank you yes thank you very much yes and she goes to dance lessons i love Mm -hmm. that i was a dance minor in college so I love watching you. I'm all for women dancing and, and tapping into their sassiness. That's why I said I'm happy about Glenn Close. That's, yes. that's a good outlook, <laughs> sis. I like that. Sonny, yes. do you do something on TPT too? Yes, I do hosting whenever they call me. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. It's, of course, it's not as sassy as the other stuff I do. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, those are two. Yeah. Yeah, those are two separate things, aren't <laughs> right, they? Right. Right. Okay. Now, what myth do you, did you grow up with? Like swallowing gum is bad for you and it stays in your stomach. Um, there's research out there that says wet hair does not make you catch a cold outside. If you have wet hair, my mom would tell me that. Yeah, growing up. I always kind of thought that that could be. Yeah. Uh, a myth, but you're cold when your hair is wet. So then I'm like, oh, because it's because cold being cold doesn't make you cold. Have a cold. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make you catch a, a cold. Yes. Yeah. OK, so I asked on Twitter some of our listeners and thank you so much for helping us out with the show today. Uh, Jonathan says, jump on a crack, break your brother's back. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> or your mom, like after you ate at lunch, you had to wait like 30 minutes before going in the pool. Yes. Somebody else said that, too. Um, if you eat the seeds in a watermelon, it'll grow in your stomach thank you julia though though like sometimes have you ever seen the people where like a pine seed got stuck up in their nose and they grew a tree oh this is a real thing someone up like a a seed got up in their nose (gasps) and a pine tree grew in the reverse in their face yeah like down Down. in their throat and like yeah it was crazy town that is crazy it was a real thing i'm gonna google that coming up after this okay uh if i ate raw potatoes i would get the calla wobbles cali wobbles not sure what that is that's amelia okay she says she doesn't even know what it is drinking iced tea would stunt my growth jennifer says that (laughs) (laughs) i had the cracking your knuckles would give you arthritis and it was bad for you somebody else said that as well we have alan roberts saying if you're on the phone while there's a lightning storm out you'll end up electrocuted into the dust Mm. (laughs) how about if you read in the dark it will damage your eyes because i was always in the dark reading with a flashlight no it's not for real, like uh-uh. scientifically? Uh-uh. Because oh, I feel so bad because I watch Netflix and I'm one of those people that falls asleep to the TV. Yes. <laughs> and I'm always like, this is bad. My dad told me not to do it, but this it's so comforting to fall I think asleep while this. <laughs> we just tell our kids things because we want them to not do things. I'm so wondering we if, it's, if it's a conspiracy of parents just yeah. to <laughs> it just is. frighten Here's their children. You don't want them to question you. Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> like, listen. Stop. 
Like, for instance. You have to make, like, something horrific so that they'll just stop and not, like, why? Why? Remember that phase where, why? Why is it like that? Why? 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 Oh, yeah. It's the worst. Okay. Jennifer says, I wanted to be a firefighter when I was younger, but my mom told me that there was a height requirement. Fast forward (laughs) 10 years, and I'm talking to a firefighter, and I said, yeah, I was going to be a firefighter until I learned about the height requirement. And he goes, that's not true. <laughs> so her mom just didn't want her to go into a dangerous profession, it sounds like. Yes, yes. it does. Um, Michelle, uh, Twinkies never digest properly and are always there in your stomach. Like a sponge just absorbing everything into perpetuity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I thought gum stayed in your stomach forever. Yeah, that's it, not true. It's like rubber. Yeah, uh, my doctor said absolutely not true. Of course, it passes through because you would just have a pile like... A pile of gum in your... He's like, no, that's not... It'll go through. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'll tell everybody I know now that a doctor told me. All right, Michelle says to wait 30 minutes after eating to go swimming. If we were at a resort, we would sit around and bug our parents about the time. Like, has it been 30 minutes? I don't know. I've heard that as well. They still have swim breaks, but I think they do swim breaks just to give kids, like, a break from the excessive swimming in the pool. Yeah. And maybe the lifeguard's a chance to make out in the back room. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know. Another thing about pools: if you pee in the pool, there's a special dye that will turn it blue, and everyone will know you peed. I know that's not true because I pee in pools, not all the time, but it has happened. <laughs> Have you ever peed in a pool? Everyone has peed in a pool. I'm sure. As not a kid. in the pool at the beach. At the beach, though. Oh, okay. Sh- yeah, yeah, the beach. I've done that that's too. That's nature. Yeah. That's a really weird thing to just say on the radio, isn't it? That I've peed in pools. I love you, Steph Hansen. I'm going to tell Jason when he comes back. Hansen um, peas and pools. <laughs> All right. The the crust of the bread is the healthiest. That's what Lindsay says. Mm. Um, that's uh, funny. Yes. That would seem like it makes sense, but it's when you think about it, so dumb. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Uh, Sonny, it says sitting too close to the TV is bad for your eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is false. Um, if you bite your nails, some of it will go in your tummy and collect until it's a big ball. Oh, I <laughs> oh, guarantee Suzanne. you I would have like a basketball. Ew. <laughs> oh, if you crack your knuckles, you will get arthritis. Yeah. You have to wait for an hour after eating to go swimming. A lot of the swimming on here. An hour? Like, what was what is happening? Like, your gut is digesting? I mean, if you just think about it, it's funny. But maybe parents just wanted, like, to make the kids take a break. Yeah. Because, you know, you do get so tired swimming. And when you're a kid, you're just like, ah, That's obsessed. one of the biggest myths out there. I think people still really believe that. And so it just gets, you know, passed on. Blackbirds on the lawn were a sign of death. Oh, yeah. Or, Church like, all, all those... Um, Miss like if you cl- you know uh, walk underneath a ladder seven years oh, bad luck yeah. cracked mirror sure all those types of things oh yeah Ooh, holding back a sneeze could cause brain damage I think that's for sure real because <laughs> yeah. if you try to like it, there's just something like when you sneeze your body has like some weird just release that impacts like everything yeah and if you try to stifle that where does all that energy and inertia go I don't know like back into your brain like they say it's, it's like knocking an orgasm. around inside your head yeah <laughs> think about that oh my gosh watermelon seeds again stick out your tongue when pouting and a bird will come along and poop on it <laughs> Oh, Dawn. Ooh. That's Dawn Dwyer making, on Twitter. Making a, a messed up face, a cold wind will blow, 
and your face will stay like that. It'll I remember stick. that was yeah. I remember that was actually on The Simpsons when it was way way early on when it was on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved her. Oh, how about my gosh. Um, this is true though. When you stick your have you ever stuck your tongue on something cold and it stuck? Absolutely yeah. not. I wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah, I, did, I did it as a kid. I did, did it, it like a couple years ago. Yeah. For <laughs> did it stick? Yeah. Yeah. I, I went hurts. out to the flagpole. I mean, this is whenever you're like, what are we gonna do today on the show? Is you know? did this for morning drive radio. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we went out and videoed it, and it really did like. It hurt. I had to pull part of my tongue off of the yeah. pole. It was Christmas, terrible. The Christmas story scared me from mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. So that is not a myth. That's true. And I tested it out for you. So thanks to everybody <laughs> who actually responded to that on my Twitter, Dawn at Dark. Uh, you can always tweet both of us, Stephanie's Dish, Dawn at Dark, and uh, Cutie Booty CEO. Okay, coming up next, uh, we have a birthday prank. This is one of... Uh, the an older birthday prank uh, that I did that was just a lot of fun for me. So we're going to replay that next on my talk one oh seven one. My talk one oh seven one. Everything entertainment seven thirty five. It's fifteen right now. Um, if you're traveling, give yourself extra time. As you heard me say in the traffic report, um, there are a lot of uh, accidents out there. So be careful driving in. Um, okay, so birthday pranks usually at this time. Um, Jason is. Supposed to do some birthday pranks, but he's just been so sick, for God's sake, that we just couldn't get him in to do it. So we're going to play an old one. This one I really had a lot of fun with. It has to do with uh, some people that had a parrot, and um, the the parrot had to go to daycare, I believe, and uh, and the parrot was saying dirty words. So I <laughs> it really wasn't, but I I was pranking her to tell her that her parrot was very dirty. So here we go. It's birthday pranks. Hi, is this Carly? Yes, it is. This is Dawn McLean from Jason and Alexis. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Good. Okay, so tell us why you want to prank your cousin, Rochelle. Now, you live with her, right? I do. We are roomies. Not only cousins, we're just roomies. And I don't know, She, she. I always love to like tease her because she has such a big heart. She's super nice, but she will say yes to everything and anything. And I don't know, I feel like this is just my way of getting back at her and just giving her a little birthday prank, you know? Yeah, and so recently she agreed to adopt someone's parrot that couldn't take care of the parrot anymore yes and you're not really down with that are you (laughs) no (laughs) she like didn't even like ask or anything she's just like hey look what we got and i'm like what (laughs) so yeah i kind of which you know it's not too too bad but i kind of wish she asked me at first so i kind of want to get her back at this because of it okay great well i'm gonna have you on uh hold here just you'll be in the background but just don't say anything and we will call your cousin rochelle good (laughs) okay all right just hold on and be quiet okay hello hi is this rochelle uh yeah hi rochelle this is kimmy from furry friends pet hospital how are you I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, we we have your bird here, and um, you are back today from your va- vacation. Yeah, yeah. I can come in and get her. Okay. Um, well, we do close a little bit early today at four thirty, so you might want to come and get Petey. Um, you know, at about four o'clock or whatever, since it's the first time he's been here. Um. You know, we just want to go over some things um, that the vet needed to tell you. Is that okay? Can you make it over here? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Well, no, I mean, there was some, it was a little bit distressed. He was uh, a little bit nervous. He was grooming a lot. And um, we had to give him a little bit of medication, but it's not that big of a deal. He was just, we were worried about him because he was pulling out a lot of his feathers. It's kind of like doggy downers for parrots. It's a very low dosage. Yeah, but he seems to be doing uh, better now. Um, Have you had any problems with him being loud at night or anything? No, no. Okay, well, we had to move him to uh, the back room. Um, He was really loud. And um, I don't, did you adopt this from somebody else? Yeah. Okay, so you just got the parrot. together a few weeks. Okay. That's it. Yeah, well, we were we were laughing. We had to move him to the back room because he was saying some things that are really mm, Well, you definitely couldn't have him in a kids classroom, let's just say that. <laughs> if what? you want to know. Yeah, we we wrote down some of the things just so you're aware in case, you know, the preacher comes over for lunch or something. So Oh my gosh. Yeah, he said um hey c-er. Um, he would say that like right away in the morning when we came in. And then the thing that he, yeah, the thing that he said most of all over and over was, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? (sighs) And, you know, we have some little treats that we give him and then he'd stop saying that. So maybe that was the prompt for him to get a cracker or something. And he also said like, sexy, sexy. Um, And then another thing he said, I have a second page here. Oh, yeah. There's Um, that many notes? There's a second page? (laughs) Yeah. Um, He would say over and over, was was the last lady that owned him named Rita? Um, Maybe. I got it from one of my guy friends. Okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe Rita's a friend. And he yeah. w- he kept saying, "Look at those, s- Rita." Oh. What? Yeah, he he kept saying that. Um, and then the worst thing I think he said was, um, on Saturday night, he kept saying s- jobs all around. Oh my God, he! <laughs> I know. We just wanted to make sure you're aware that you don't have any like kids coming over to your house or anything, do you? No, but oh my gosh, how inappropriate and how awkward. What? He yeah. never said anything. Yeah. Weird. Oh, well, maybe he was just excited to be around the other animals or something. But yeah, he kept saying, who's your daddy? And then we would give him a cracker and then he would say it again and again. So maybe that's the key. But he says it really sexy for a bird. I don't know. Well, we just want to let you know that we do, we have, um, you can get in contact with, um, we have a lady who is um, like a trainer. She does like falcon training and things like that at the U of M. And so she also uh, volunteers uh, for the bird sanctuary. And she can actually train your parrot not to say dirty things if you want her number. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had no idea that something like this was happening. It's so (laughs) awkward. We've only had the bird like two weeks. Yeah. It also says a bunch of things in Spanish that I don't know what it's saying. So um, anyway, I'll get um, actually let me get the other vet tech. She actually there was she speaks Spanish and I think she had some translations for you. Um, Hey, Carly, are you there? 
Happy birthday, Rochelle. <laughs> Why don't you tell Rochelle that she's been birthday pranked? Guy <laughs> <laughs> <I> got you. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, so, not saying anything. No, this is Don McLean from Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. <laughs> and Carly is a little PO'd at you for getting this bird and not asking her. So she wanted to get yeah. you back. <laughs> oh my God. Thank God, first of all. Where is this bird learning to say these crazy things? Oh my God. <laughs> Must have been owned by swingers or something. So, right. all right. Well, hopefully you're not too distressed and don't worry. Um, I don't know what Petey's doing right now. I, I really don't work at Furry Friends Pet Hospital. So, you know. So, anyway, happy birthday from Jason and Alexis. Oh my gosh, that's actually really funny, Carly. You're hysterical. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite ones uh, that I did over the last year, um, just with the dirty parrot. Yes. Okay. Um, we said we were going to talk about this earlier, but we didn't get to it. Apple just announced that they have a contest going on with their iPhones, and you can, uh, well, win some stuff. So we're going to tell you all about that coming up next on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything McLean, Brown, and Hanson. Sounds like a law firm. I used to only go by my last name on the air for over 10 years. And so it's it's weird to hear Dawn sometimes. Oh, your name was McLean? It was just McLean, yeah, for, for oh, years. And I like a it. lot of people didn't even know my first name. So anyway, uh, yeah, so now we sound like a law firm, McLean, Hanson, and, and Brown. I think McLean Brown and Hanson is McKen- the best. Yeah, McLean Brown and Hanson. It has a certain ring to it. Either yes. that or a funeral home. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> I think we'd be better. I think we'd be better at figuring that out than uh, solving people's law issues. Oh, to be speak honest for with yourself. You. Oh. I know you have like embalming wanting needs, and I know you'd be like in there making them up. You would, because you have the love of the paranormal. I know that would be kind of cool. I'll be honest. That oh. was one of my favorite. Um, episodes with you as a human is going to see you do the paranormal exhibit or what do you call it yes at the lexington oh yeah and showing up there and like you know i know a little bit about you from being on the air and from listening to you but we don't know all the stuff sure and being there and having a drink and all of a sudden looking up and realizing you were leading the paranormal (laughs) speech (laughs) yeah you were the ghost hunter yes with the rest of my team it was uh, awesome which is twin cities paranormal society you can find us on uh Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So if you're do Instagram ghost pictures? Oh yeah, we go to all over great places. Okay, we go I'm ghost that hunting up right now. Yes, and actually, this is we get really ramped up around Halloween time, and we get so many requests. So now is our season where we don't have a lot going on. So if your house is haunted, it is free of charge. We don't charge you anything, of course, and we will come in, investigate, um, and figure out what's going on in there and. And do some research for you. Okay. So you can hit us up. It's Twin Cities Paranormal Society. Uh, at least we'll we'll definitely get right back to you and see what's going on. We have a guy that clears things out. He can cleanse your house and move things on if we need to. So, okay. Um, Apple just announced their shot on iPhone photography challenge. If you're a photographer, you just happen to have captured that perfect um, shot on your iPhone. Apple wants to see your shot. You can submit a photo on Instagram or Twitter. Using the hashtag shot on iPhone. 
hashtag that Do shot on iPhone. Count? Oh yeah, if it's a great picture. <laughs> um, so they're giving away prizes for this. Ten winning submissions will be featured in an upcoming Apple ad campaign. Oh, cool. You have to be at least eighteen to enter, but that's kind of cool, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, and we're going to get into something that I absolutely love just a little bit here. It's going to be. Um, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. We're going to do Would You Rather. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, here we go. We haven't opened for this somewhere, but that's okay. Don't even worry about it, Shawnee. It's it's one of Jason's like 50 million things that he has that he plays, and I have no idea where where they are. He's got his little sounders everywhere. Would you rather? Okay, here we go. Would you rather have your partner's sexual appetite vary directly with the Minnesota Vikings road record? Or be found sexually attractive only by meteorologists. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay. Wow. Okay. So this you is... want the appetite to be like whose record? Okay. Like the, the Vikings road record. Oh, so when they're on the road, the road, if they win or lose, you get sex or not. Mm-mm. No. Or the alternative is you're only found sexually attractive by meteorologists. I'm going with the meteorologists. Are you? Mm-hmm. I got Except. Not a lot of faith in the Vikings there. <laughs> There's so few meteorologists in the world. Right. So if you're married to a meteorologist, bonus for you. But. Like that would mean like I'm just going through Dave Dahl, Sven Sungard. <laughs> yes. um, Belinda yeah. Jensen would find me so alluring. Yeah. She couldn't keep herself away. Ken Barlow. Oh, Ken. Yes. Dreamy. How could I forget Dreamy Ken? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings record. I yeah. have more faith in them than getting it from a meteorologist. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, would you rather have your romantic moments scored by an air supply soundtrack? Oh. Or make the sounds of a pinball machine during making love sessions? <laughs> so when you're making love, air supply soundtrack, or you're making noises making like love a. Out of nothing at all. Making love. Do we get to pick the out type of, of pinball machine? Sure. Yeah, you can pick the pinball machine. I mean, there's different types. There's Star Wars pinball machines. Yes. There's Muppet Babies pinball machines. Yeah. I'm sorry. Air supply is like touching and moving. And I am all for air supply. I think that plays when I have sex now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I hear. Yeah. You hear those, it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> Making love out of nothing at all. <laughs> Did Down you ever work at a pick? station where you had to play air supply? <laughs> um, yeah, I worked at a... Love. Um, like, uh, yeah, my the first radio station I worked at overnight, it was... Uh, uh, the best variety. Oh, the Ozarks yes. best variety. I used to work at KS ninety five in the air oh supply my days. Gosh, wow, Steph Hansen, that's cool. Oh, what would I choose? Definitely yeah. pinball machine. I was thinking pinball machine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, would you rather always wear moon boots or a sombrero? <laughs> moon boots. I love them. <laughs> okay, I want to wear them right now. Yeah. Sombrero. Yeah, sombrero. I'm going sombrero. Really? Like, even yeah. always wear it. You don't want to look like Napoleon Dynamite? <sighs> yeah. I think I'd go for the boots just because there's more you can accessorize with them. I do love shoes, though. So that might not be good. I'm all out of love. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. In the moon boots. In the moon In boots. In the moon boots. Naked. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be able to give change for a dollar by putting it in your mouth? 
or be, <laughs> I know, or be capable of shifting the part in your hair by instructing it vocally. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. It is weird. Yeah. I'm going to shift the part in my hair yeah. by instructing it vocally. I yeah. agree. I wish it, Donald Trump could do that. <laughs> like, talk about a party trick. <laughs> Just the wind shifting as the oh. font of orange hair, like candy floss, moves to the other side. Oh, my gosh. Okay, um, would you rather be able to walk on pudding or Ew. be able to project holograms of supergroup Menudo? <laughs> walk on pudding? Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Like be- it's squishing up in between your toes? Yeah, people might stop start worshiping you. You can walk on pudding. <laughs> pudding like, walker? Yeah. <laughs> you could form a cult, Sonny. You could. Walk on pudding. Yeah, for sure. Okay, would you rather have a ketchup dispensing navel oh. or a pencil sharpening nostril? Ooh. Ketchup, ketchup dispensing navel. <laughs> my husband would be like at my side 24-7. He'd be right like at the a spout. Ca- yeah, I was going to say like a cat at the teat. <laughs> <laughs> he loves ketchup. Sonny. Have a ketchup dispensing navel or a pencil sharpening nostril? People rarely use pencils anymore. Yeah. I'd use I'd do the navel and I'd capitalize off of it. Absolutely. I think I would too. Just hang out at Vikings games, so come and get your ketchup. Oh my gosh. Okay, coming up next we have Oscar snubs and surprises from uh, yesterday and uh, news about the Sopranos. That's coming up next on My Talk 107.